The Florida Panthers played through the first 40 minutes, proved costly during this one against the Los Angeles Kings as they lost six in a row against L.A. We discuss how the Panthers lost this one and are reinforcements on the way. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Friday, November 17th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're to your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from the Hockey News, and you can follow me on X at Mondoman12. Follow the show account on X and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and on youtube and if you're on the youtube don't forget to smash that like button and the florida panthers they come out in the first 40 minutes pretty sloppy with not connecting on their passes tape to tape neutral zone play was a little bit of a problem a little bit a huge problem for them as uh, the los angeles kings were not allowing much zone time and really a lot of uh Second chances, really, as uh, Cam Talbot gets the win for the Los Angeles Kings. Two to one, the final. The Panthers do lose Josh Mahara in this game early. He tries going for a shift in the second period, but it but does go down the tunnel. And we'll discuss more about what that means later on in the show. But it is a Friday edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, which means it is a Fairbanks Friday edition of the show. Nick, I'm sorry that you that we are staying up for this one for a loss. We are staying up either way. Cats after dark edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Hashtag late night with the cats. But how are you doing today, my my friend? Happy Friday. Uh, let's just put this game behind us because, uh, as I was saying uh, in our chat, that uh, LA did what they what we did to Detroit. Just completely dominated defensively and didn't let a, a lot of chances uh, happen. So uh, just. Watch some of the tape, burn it, and move on to the next one. Yep, uh, de- definitely. And thankfully, the Florida Panthers do have a uh, quick turnaround uh, coming tomorrow as they will be on the second end of a back-to-back. But we do have a game to discuss here uh, for 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 this one. And really, when it came down to what it came down to, really is uh, the Panthers' uh, inability to connect tape to tape on on this one, especially on their breakouts. Lots of disruption for the Florida Panthers. And really, the 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 one player that really caught my eye as far as uh, who did not have the best of games, and it wasn't even on the goal that the LA Kings uh, scored on the two-on-one by Kevin Fiala, Nico Mikola with the with the pinch that led to the two-on-one, but other opportunities uh, where where he was losing it in his own in his own uh, his own end, and then there was a, a rush uh, going the other way where he's committing over committing to one side and there's a lot of open ice out in the middle for the Los Angeles Kings to get to get an open opportunity on Sergey Bobrovsky man Sergey Bobrovsky can't can't put this game on can't put the any sort of blame on him he kept the Florida Panthers in it and really the story of this game as well as far as takeaways is really the Florida Panthers inability to cash in on the power play as well yep. uh lots of chances redirections but the real the real thing that didn't happen for for the Panthers was second chance opportunities on the power play as well 
and the physicality of, of the LA Kings, the the big bodies that they have there. We spoke about all in our pre, in our preview of this about the top line of the Kings of Andre Kopitar, Adrian Kempe, Quentin Byfield. For the most part, they were quiet tonight. Um, I know Kopitar got the goal on the power play on the one timer, but they they didn't really have as many grade eight opportunities as 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 they did in the in the uh, first uh, 15 games of the season for them. But and the Panthers, I thought they kept them mostly at bay. But it, it really comes down to the the breakouts and, and how L.A. was quicker on their breakouts. Yeah, so. Uh... The, the Kings were able to uh, at least disrupt uh, what Florida always tries to do is, you know, clean exits, uh, get the puck deep, and then, uh, you know, forecheck uh, like crazy. And Florida wasn't able to really get their forecheck going until the third period where they're actually starting to win some puck battles. Uh, on top of that, they weren't winning faceoffs. I think at one point, uh, L.A. was doubling up on uh, the faceoffs. So when you don't have possession or you're not able to uh, go retrieve the puck, it's going to be very hard to even – uh, try to put yourself in a position to score. Um, but, you know, L.A. did a great job. I, you know, I don't think that um, Florida had an overall, like, great chance until the power play in the second period where I feel that Matthew Chuck should have just shot the puck instead of trying to pass it across the ice to either Verhage or Barkoff. That would have been a goal for sure. But, um, you know, it just goes to show you that, uh, you know, they've played well the last couple of games on the power play, but maybe they're still overthinking it and they're overpassing so um can only hope that you know that there might be help on the way or that you know they can simplify things going into the next game against anaheim yeah and we and one thing we saw once again is the the line the lines in a blender like we saw on tuesday night against the san jose sharks the panthers were doing that with a lead when when they did that on tuesday this time around you know you you know you know what's in front of you as far as the Los Angeles Kings being possibly a, uh, a team that could possibly advance past the first round now that it doesn't look like Edmonton is going to be in their way this year, <laughs> although that can change. Uh, but how, how, the, how everything with, the, with the, th- this game went as far as, as that, and even, even that chance that Matthew Kachuk had, that wasn't the, that wasn't, like we said, the tape on tape, um, the tape on tape passes. Barkov tries to cross ice that Matthew Kajuk can secure that as well. And there was also some two on ones that were a lot. There's some hesitancy as well. Mm-hmm. As soon as as soon as Nick Cousins uh, had a two on one, didn't should have could have shot one a, a little earlier, but waited until the L.A. Kings closed the gap on on that two on one as well. That was uh, very early on in the in the. It, excuse me, at the latter part of the uh, first period, really when they were starting to get uh, get the line changes going. But uh, doesn't the, it sure does look like that maybe these could be the lines sticking around next game. I know I know for Tuesday it's like, okay, you had you do you did it with a lead. You needed at least a little bit of when it came to Tuesday as far as not not still being mentally there. This this today today was a little different as far as play, going up against a playoff contender as well. They had struggled at home and really one, they were one three and three going into the night as well. And you know the, the, it was a, it was a little bit of a different situation for those line changes. So I can see them sticking with those going into tomorrow against Anaheim. Definitely. And again, you know, the first line came to play again. Um, I believe the fourth line was uh, somewhat effective tonight. 
Um, again, lines two and three were non-existent. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I know Sam Bennett's only like his second game, third game back. Um, I'm going to give him a little bit more time to kind of get back into game shape. Uh, Matthew Chuck, uh, while he's being appointed game player this year, uh, you can tell he's not, you know, really getting the bounces that he did last year. And then they're kind of bouncing around, um, you know, for Hagee, Cousins, and uh, even Rodriguez uh, on that line. And I'm still trying to figure out whether Anton Lundell and E2 Lewis Dorian are. Uh, Lewis Dorian only has two assists this year um, in 15 games. Um, he's He was one of the players that was really, you know, fighting the puck today. And Lundell uh, right now, just he, he seems like he's just in the abyss of a, the offensive zone right now. So, um, something's got to change. Something's got to click. Uh, I don't know if it's getting them another line mate or maybe moving one of the fourth liners up to kind of give them some energy and clear, uh, some of the four checking out. But, um, those, those two lines got to start get going. Um, if they don't, then Florida might be in for a longer losing streak than maybe, uh, we, we expect. Yeah, and uh, we saw, we did see Ryan Lomberg trying to bait uh, Philip Deneau uh, into a penalty, but uh, did not happen. Even though Ryan Lomberg got hit in the mouth, you saw the blood even later in the period. Of, excuse me, from first period going into second, I'm like, why wasn't that first one a double minor uh, for, for for the for the Panthers? Uh, get it? But even even with their five power plays, I mean, LA is a top five team as far as penalty kill. But even Matthew Kachuk. I, I was not I, I was not mad at how Matthew Kachuk performed on the power play, even though he, there was no. uh, there was uh, there was times where yeah he could he could have uh, he could have handled it better and and shot into that open net before it closed, but the fact that he was trying to to get redirections and at most most of the time he was creating the screens up front, uh, we can't can't complain about Matthew Kachuk as well. So that's really and and there was this stat that I saw towards the end of the second period. I don't know where the broadcast gets it from, but clean entries. This is this is a stat that they brought out through the second period. If anyone knows where to find this stat, please let me know. Controlled entries into the zone through two periods were 39% Florida, 68% LA. Yep. That's yeah. you're, you're not going to win a lot of hockey games when you can't control when you can't get control through your through your own offensive zone. No, definitely not. And that's kind of like what we were saying is, you know, L.A. played a superb defensive game. They clogged up the neutral zone. They made it hard for Florida to enter the zone cleanly. Uh, a lot of dumps uh, and not allowing them to actually retrieve the puck. So, again, if you're not going to be able to cleanly get in or possess the puck, you're not going to probably win a lot of games. So uh, hopefully they clean that up. Uh, I know that, um, you know, they were fighting the puck. And as you were saying, the, the passes weren't all on. But, you know. They, they got to figure it out somehow because um, they're going to be playing more teams like this. If teams watch the tape, they're going to know how to play Florida now. And mm. that's kind of a kind of a scary thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. But hey, thankfully, still 10, 10, uh, 10, 5 and 1 for this this young season. Hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully we we see a bounce back tomorrow. Uh, thankfully, it's a, it, like you said at the beginning, burn it. Flush it down the toilet and then and and then move on and all as as the, as the Panthers made a late push, but still couldn't uh, couldn't find a way. Even though the LA Kings were staying back, they were not allowing odd man rushes to the Panthers as they had that two goal lead going going to the latter part of this of the third period. Sam Reinhardt gets number thirteen after mm -hmm. Talbot made a great stop on Barkov. Verhage gets it from behind the net. 
get to bar of to Reinhardt for his 13th of the season. So uh, 13 gets number 13. So that's the positive part about tonight. Sam Reinhardt continues to perform well. And here's unfortunately another one, uh, another stat. Ozzy Kopitar, 25 games against the Panthers, 25 points. So, uh, you know, the, the, the losing streak continues, unfortunately, against the Los Angeles Kings as the Panthers have lost six in a row against against uh against la but we're going to transition over to segment number two where we are going to discuss when we thought this game was lost and and we what we think about how with these forward lines switched up does it make the patrick kane rumors even louder we're going to discuss that and more here on the locked on florida panthers podcast Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. And you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets from all the sports, music, comedy, theater events near you. With killer last minute deals, all in prices viewed from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices that show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal without the hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Game time has deals on tickets up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute tickets. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick section and game time picks the seat for an average of 18% savings. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel exclusively on YouTube. Segment number two here on this Fairbanks Friday edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Friday, a Fairbanks Friday edition of the show. So I, I will go, I will, I will volunteer first for this one of when I thought this game was lost for the Florida Panthers and it was on their fifth power play. You know, when, when when the Panthers, they they go on their fifth power play, that's when Kevin Fiala elbows Yuvis Belinskis right in the corner as he was trying to retrieve a puck. Man, I, I, I think I counted like maybe three shots on goal, one what, two of them trying for uh, redirections as, as well. Cal, Talbot starts uh, stops uh, Lindell on a one-timer from the right circle. Uh, centering feed goes to Sam Bennett from the slot. And then uh, Nick Cousins gets stops on a stopped on a rebound opportunity, and then the moment that was killed, I said, "It's not their night." That's the, that's the that's where where I thought that it it wasn't going to be uh, it for 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 the Panthers. And weirdly enough, uh, it they 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 score a few uh, a few minutes after, <laughs> and it's like you know we get the total lost hope uh, uh, 
false hope goal, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, as well. And this was – it's funny because when the Panthers lost their Bruins in overtime uh, a few weeks ago, that was that was a game where I said, this is not one of those – at least they got a point this um, in that one. Tonight, if they made that comeback, would have been at least they got a point, and you would have been yeah. happy about it because the the Panthers, no, nothing about tonight said that they deserved any type of points on this one, D- despite the power play moving pretty damn well uh, on on the night. But it was just the same things. Odd man, um, odd man rushes. You didn't get a lot of those rebounds and controlled in the neutral zone. When did you, my friend, think that the Panther this? When did you think, okay, this game is lost? It was actually the power play before when uh, Drew Doughty uh, actually threw the puck um, out of the out of play and got a delay of game. Uh, those are usually the penalties, those careless penalties that you really need to make a team pay for because it shouldn't happen. And it's you know I don't want to say it's a lazy penalty, but it's just it, you're not aware of exactly what you're doing. And, you know, the fact that they couldn't convert on that with their top PK defenseman out there um, to clear out the crease and they still couldn't get down low. um, It just wasn't happening. Uh, Florida was being pushed to the perimeter, couldn't get anything inside. Uh, Cousins probably had the best chance on a rebound. Uh, Just wasn't happening tonight. So uh, hats off to the Kings defense all night, even their penalty kill going five for five. But, you know. Florida's got to find a way to get inside. Um, you know, I like to Chuck being on the outside, you know, swinging around, moving everything. Their power play looked good, just could not get inside. And I think that's where you need Matthew to Chuck. Um, I think you need him inside. I think you need to move Reinhardt a little bit more out. And you need to have Verhage bark off on the wings. And then, you know, you have Larson, Ekman Larson at the top. So um, we'll see if they make that change. But who knows? There might be more changes. Yeah, more changes might be coming, and uh, we'll, we'll actually discuss that more in segment number three, because uh, mm-hmm. that that will be it's in relation to into the preview. But as far as the forward lines, as far as the switching it up and all and all, uh, do do you think that do you think that Bill Zito is going to make more of a, an attempt to try to lure Patrick Kane to South Florida? I won't say no. Um, I'm just trying to figure out the math of it right now, what kind of cap space they're going to have, especially because Ekblad and Montour are very close. They're very, they're like, it's almost imminent. Um, so what cap space are we going to have? Who are they going to offload to make sure that that happens? Um, you know, unfortunately, Evan Rodriguez hasn't really worked out on the top line. I mean, I know he did pretty well uh, for the first couple of games, but ever since then, uh, I not seeing a whole lot. Um, and you know, you have Reinhardt who's red hot right now. Other than that, um, this team needs something. Um, you know, the second line needs to get going. Third line needs to get going. If, <laughs> if Zito is able to pull Kane and put him on the top line with Barkoff and Reinhardt right now, and they can push maybe for Hagee down, um, not saying that he deserves it, but maybe he plays with a Lundell and Lusterine and maybe. I think that might actually jumpstart that line and give more uh, of a presence to allow Lundell and Lusterine to actually play their game and get the puck to, uh, sorry, it's late <laughs> to uh, for Hagee um, yeah. for some scoring opportunities. Here's an encouraging stat from uh, from Natural Stat Trick. 
uh, as far as the line juggles. Evan Rodriguez, Anton Lundell, and Etzulu Serena had a shot score percentage of 83.3. 10 shots to two at five on five. Mm-hmm. So I, I know I know they, they weren't getting the bounces, and I know Talbot, I, I haven't <laughs> even seen the stars of the game. He's I think he's first star of the game, him or Kevin Fiala, one of the two, um, if I had to guess, but I'm not going to check my phone right now as far as that, but... <laughs> Uh, but you know, short sample size in that little bit, but we've seen what, what, you know, also Paul Maurice is trying to get, even, even he said it a few weeks ago, we don't know what, what him and Rodriguez look like. And that was before Sam Bennett came back into the mm-hmm. lineup. So they weren't putting Rodriguez with Lundell on that second line along with Kachuk. So mm-hmm. this is the opportunity also to, to see before things possibly get worse too for the Panthers, even regardless of whether you sign Patrick Kane. So seeing this little bit of a sample size, I, I know, I know, I know uh, Paul Maurice really d- digs deep into the analytics too. Uh, so that is something that could, could, uh, could convince Paul Maurice, Hey, this is something that could, that could be uh, switched up here for, for the, for the time being as well, e- even, even without Patrick Kane and all. So, so and we know how we know the comfort level of Verhage and Barkov. So that 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 we don't have to worry about. And we see we also know what kind of closing lineup we're gonna see as far as when the Panthers are behind. I, I mean, at the end we saw Reinhardt, Barkov, and Kachuk together. We know we know we're gonna see see those as, as well for for the, for the Panthers. So. This this is a, I don't think this is the worst thing in the world for 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 the Panthers as far as, as I mean we're only fifteen games sixteen yeah. games in so it's it's a loss like this I mean the Panthers won five straight before this so no no zero zero panic whatsoever no definitely not um, I mean I think this is the time where you try to figure things out and that's exactly what I think Paul's doing I mean they played San Jose and they were losing to the San Jose Sharks, which I think they won tonight four to one or five to one against St. Louis. So hats off to the Sharks kind of turning it around. But Mike Hoffman you know, scored, Giovanni Smith scored. <laughs> so whoa. Yeah. Former Panthers <laughs> taking it to him. Awesome. But no, I think this time you tinker with it because the line the second and third lines are being so ineffective right now that you got to find the right combinations and you got to find out what players are going to be able to give you that extra push or that energy. So um don't mind the line blenders right now. Um, it's still early in the season, and the Panthers have enough cushion, I think, right now that they can afford to do uh, another game or two to kind of try and figure things out before uh, other teams start catching up. And then we start to be like, so what's the plan now? Uh, is Zito going to have to go bring somebody in like a Kane to kind of like stabilize the the roster or – Maybe maybe they just continue to try to figure it out. Uh, maybe they bring out Sam Skavich again, you know, because he didn't look too bad. Um, and he actually looked pretty good on the second line with Tuchuk, um and uh, Lundell when he was up there. Yeah, and the Checkers are currently on the West Coast currently playing the mm-hmm. San Diego Goals. Uh, they play actually at the same time as the Panthers tomorrow. So, hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but we're going to transition over to segment number three, where we're going to discuss more of the possible reinforcements coming back for the Florida Panthers on Friday night as they face off against 
the Anaheim Ducks. And we have a little bit of news as far as the Florida Panthers in their front office getting an opportunity. We're going to discuss that more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. And we spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medication. Do you realize what that means? Bring on extended travel. Bring on the natural disaster or supply chain issues. You are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, Revadio prescriptions. And it's possible because of our friends at Chase Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply of our daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had to say this about Chase. Quote, I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered mo- most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit, and I feel secure now. Prices are lower than far- local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. Close quote. If you, if you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of daily med go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you remember to use promo code locked on for 20 dollars off your per- first purchase once again that that is 20 dollars off your purchase with when you use promo code locked on at jacemedical.com that's j-a-s-e medical.com segment number three here on this friday november 17th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Friday edition of the show. And before before we continue on, uh, I want to say a big congratulations to Brett Peterson, assistant GM of the Florida Panthers, who's going to be the general manager for USA Hockey at the IIHF World Championships going on in Czechia from May 10th to May 26th, coming on later in 2024. So big congratulations to Brett Peterson. Also, the Florida Panthers will be playing the Los Angeles Kings in the preseason uh, next season from Quebec City. And the Los Angeles Kings actually won't be playing any home games during their preseason because uh, per Eddie Garcia of Locked on Kings is how I found out because I actually listened to his show today. Uh, Crypto.com Arena is going through some renovations, so that's why. Uh, And I believe that the NHL actually blocked the Montreal Canadiens from playing preseason games in Quebec City. And maybe it's Ooh. because uh, they might have a lot of Habs fans and they say, oh, if they relocate another team here, they might not have as much of a fan base. So, yeah. So, yeah, really? so, yeah maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> but uh, but go, going into going into this one, uh, into this game against the Anaheim Ducks. So before before we do, Josh Mahara. We mentioned this earlier. Gets gets hurt after a pinch, trying to go for a pinch, and collides with uh with Trevor Moore. Uh, tried to go for a shift in the second period, couldn't give it a go. Went down the tunnel, got some attention. Act, actually, in the middle of this, I'm going to be checking Twitter um, while I give you the floor. But does Josh Mahara's injury? I know we've heard about Montour and Ekblad coming back towards the end of the California trip. Do you think this puts more emphasis on them coming back into the lineup tomorrow that it's more of a of, of a short thing or are you more wait and see? 
Well, I mean, Florida has an extra demon that's sitting down right now, and that's uh, Riley. Um, mm-hmm. I was not too impressed uh, with his second game because I think he got two games, and his second game was just disastrous. He was, you know, serving up pizzas, uh, you know, in the offense or in the defensive zone that almost cost uh, a couple of goals. But um, I think this does because I think the sooner you get Ekblad and Montour in, uh, the longer that they're going to be able to gel with the team, uh, get in with this system because Maurice has done a fantastic job and so has the rest of the coaching staff of putting the Panthers in a position to play defense and lead the league in a lot of, uh, you know, analytics uh, or categories in the uh, defensive department. So, if you get Ekblad back um, automatically, I think your power play two unit is going to step up. And if you get Montour back, I think your whole top six kind of transforms. You have a mobile defenseman that can, you know, do it all. He can then help out the first power play as well. Um, even though Ekman Larson's done a fantastic job, no, no issues there. But I think with having Montour being more of a mobile defenseman, I think he can give the Panthers an extra look and give them different angles that, you know, maybe they could have used tonight. So, um, you know, if they're healthy, ready to go, let's go, let's do it. Let's put this team back together. Okay. In the middle of that, I checked Twitter, uh, and Paul Murray said that they don't believe that Mahara's injury is significant. So, so that is some good news. And uh, Kobe Guy of Florida Hockey Now tweeted uh, what Paul Murray said. He said, quote, we might get a couple of players back tomorrow who will excite the group. And I hate that he uses the word might. I hate it. I hate it so much. But uh, for, for, the, for this group and for the Panthers – as, as, as far as them, I'm still err on the side of caution when it when it comes to this because you you never want to take a coach full right at their word as far as that. It's the second end of a back to back. When he do, when when you are when you miss this the last two thirds of of this game, it's either Mike Riley is get going in, or or one of those two. I don't think that you're just going to recover in 24 hours. Uh, with what Mahura after trying to give it a go uh, for for this. So that's at least one thing that we do know as far as that. So err on the side of caution as far as me, but they do bring that different dimension as far as how Aaron Eckblad can close the gaps as as well on, on the, on the defensive end, especially when with how did, how much, how how much of a growing pains that he especially had to go through last year, and if mm-hmm. we do see some of those this year again, uh, through the reg- through the regular season, even though he was fantastic in the postseason, uh, definitely gonna have to be patient with him as far as that. But we do know who, his his game as far as that. Not the best skater, but as far as as far as what he does, as far as the gap control, that's what you're gonna be missing. And in Brandon Montour, um. You you have guys who could jump in the zone and all and all and 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 trail on the rush for for an for an opportunity if if someone loses them as well. So that's what you're getting. You're I mean you're getting the guy who set a single season record for for points. So mm-hmm. that is that is the exciting part about having those back those guys back, especially when we were thinking December fifteenth, and then one report was saying Aaron Eckblad January. So <laughs> not not a lot to complain here. 
No, and uh, the thing about Maurice, and, uh, you know, I think he's like uh, another coach that Florida used to have, but when it comes to injuries, he's not really going to tell you a lot or he's going to give you a nefarious timeline. Like, I think they said Bennett was only going to be out uh, maybe a game or two earlier in the season or in the preseason, and then it turned into a couple weeks where he was going to, you know, he's going to be put on the IR. Then, you know, we hear about Mahura tonight. He said, oh, it's not that significant. He'll probably be out a couple games. Yeah. Just, you know, to be honest. Um, so what one might think is not significant, that is significant to the bottom set or to the uh, uh, defensive six. But, you know, going into tomorrow's game after playing a game that they just did, uh, you know, getting dominated defensively like that, they're going to need that extra energy. They're going to need that push. And I can't think of a better way to reintroduce Ekblad and Montour against a very surprising Anaheim Ducks team who is being led by Radko Gudis right now. Radko Gudis already has more goals this year than he did all of last season uh, with, with the Florida Panthers and all. And and uh, going going more into tomorrow's game against the Anaheim Ducks, uh, the, the thing is for uh, Anaheim, they are improved in the category of shots allowed. They were dead last in the NHL. They're now eighth worst. So it, it's progress <laughs> for, for them, uh, get, getting, some, getting, uh, getting some pieces there and all. Uh, as far as as far as that goal, goals against, uh, they are in the middle of the pack, but they struggle in goals for. They have they haven't had Trevor Zegers is likely not playing tomorrow. They haven't had J- J- Jamie Drysdale basically all year. He only played two games a- a- as well, so that's a little bit of, of that. Frank Retrano's le- leading the team with eleven goals, but ha- but hasn't hasn't gotten too much of the goal production the last few weeks after exploding with a, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a few hat tricks. Mason McTavish uh, was. After leading Team Canada to to gold a, a few a few years ago in the World Juniors, he's performing well uh, as as well. Troy Terry and and this and this is the thing: so many value contracts on that team. Uh, Pat Verveek was able to get Trevor Zegers at a lower number than he wanted. Same thing with Troy Terry after he went into arbitration as well. So mm-hmm. there there is a it's an up and coming team. And here's the thing about this Ducks team: they're the comeback kids. They have six comebacks this season in the third period. So they're young, but they have a lot of energy, and they're a very exciting group. And John Gibson has had a, res- a little bit of a resurgence after wanting out, too. Uh, Lucas Dahlstahl, he got a little bit of the he, – he got the okay. – he, he, was a, he was a victim of the circumstances for the Anaheim Ducks on the second end of a back-to-back, going from Nashville to Colorado mm-hmm. to altitude after a big win on the road. And then they give up eight goals. So don't let the numbers fool you for Lucas no. Dahlstahl, rookie. Give um, an, an eight, giving up eight goals on the second end of back to back where you're going to altitude can skew your numbers. Eight ninety three, three seven eight, but he has a five three and zero record, even though goalie wins aren't stats. So uh, still, but the thing that the Panthers do have the advantage is uh, five on five play. The Anaheim Ducks do have a Corsi for forty six percent and. Uh, and uh, goal differential for the Anaheim Ducks is minus three. So there's there's some uh, there's some hope that the Florida Panthers can really rebound after after starting off a little slow in the f- first 40 minutes and, and all. So there 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 is that as far as previewing tomorrow's game between the Florida Panthers and the Ana- Anaheim Ducks. But Nick, I want to thank you so much for joining me on this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Unfortunately, the Florida Panthers lose two to one in regulation on the road against the Los Angeles Kings, losing their sixth straight against LA. But 
an opportunity for the Florida Panthers to quickly bounce back tomorrow and possibly some reinforcements. So tell everybody where they can find you online, my friend. Armando, thanks for having me on and thanks for staying up late with me and fans, thanks for staying up late with us. If you didn't, I hope you guys are listening in the morning, but you guys can follow me on the X at Prudentia Zero and uh, I will be back next week. Awesome. Thank, thank you so much, Nick, and I will see you soon, my friend. See ya. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown NHL Network, including Lockdown NHL, Lockdown Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steve Roden, and Lockdown NHL Prospects. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. So I'm Armando Velez with Nick Fairbanks. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team every day.